1: Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is the Go Long Podcast. Thank you so much for making this podcast part of your life. Tyler Dunn here riding solo for a quick one. Jim Monas is down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. So we're going to check in with him through the week. He's obviously there doing stuff with the XFL and uh, conference championship games are upon us. And hopefully you're catching this podcast before the games are even played. We do have our predictions up at Golongtd.com. Um, San Francisco, LA, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Before all of that, though, uh, the big news of the, of the day is Tom Brady. He's retiring. I really never thought we'd see the day when this was possible. That Tom Brady, the greatest player ever, and there is really no debate at all, is, is retiring. And in He's doing it with a lot of game left. He proved this season that he still has a lot of juice in that arm. Um, He threw more yards this season than he has in any year, his entire career. I know there was the extra game, but 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns. I think this really comes down to family, being a husband, being a father, wanting to experience things that he hasn't been able to experience for the last 22 years as a starting quarterback. And and that stuff matters at at least to a lot of quarterbacks out there that, you know, want to be around their families. You can hear it in his voice. You can see it in the interviews. I I think that it was pretty real. It was pretty genuine right out of the game. uh, The the conversation that he had, they're talking about wanting to be with there were this family and Giselle's kind of wanted him to step away from the game for a few years. It it seems so good for Tom Brady, um, the best ever won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Um, not, not really much else you can say. I guess the, the, the best Tom Brady memories that I would have here would be, uh, being there at Arrowhead stadium. Gosh, it would have been the AFC championship game in 2018 when they, when they beat Patrick Mahomes, just a brilliant game plan to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. Most all of the first half, but then Mahomes is MVP season. He comes storming back. And Tom Brady still had to make plays at the end of that game to win in a hostile environment. The Super Bowl, they, they beat the Rams. It was, it was kind of a boring game, thirteen to three. But that moment there, the throws he made at that age, with a lot of injuries and a team that really was counted out at various points, that stands that stands out. And before then, obviously twenty eight to three, being there at Houston. Um, I don't know if we'll see a comeback like that for, for years. So uh, good for Tom Brady. And yeah, he's going to get into the hall of fame. The same class as Ben Roethlisberger, I guess, if Aaron Rodgers retires, right, they could all be in the same class together in Canton. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers would want to go into Canton the same year as Tom Brady. I think he might want to go in on his own class as the own headliner. So maybe this means that Aaron Rodgers uh, isn't going to step away anytime soon. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, let's hit on that really quick. Uh Nathaniel Hackett, who Jim Monas knows really well. we'll you know, we'll, we'll talk about it this week when we reconvene for a podcast. Um, they were together in Buffalo. We talked to EJ Manuel on, on a previous podcast about Hackett. Uh, he worked with him, but he's the head coach of the Denver Broncos now. Uh, he is absolutely worthy in his own right to be a head coach. I've I with Nathaniel Hackett a few times over the years when I mean, he's with the Jacksonville Jaguars, just full of energy to put it mildly, put it lightly. He is just a a, a energizer bunny in every sense. You you can only imagine how well he interviewed for this position with the Denver Broncos. And yeah, I think that he's had a lot of bad luck. You know, it was just a EJ Manuel. We've talked about uh, his past and and how he was mishandled and maybe wasn't really ready to be a starter in his own right. And then he has Blake Bortles in Jacksonville. He, He gets to Green Bay, gets to work with Aaron Rodgers and he's what a two-time MVP with Aaron Rodgers himself. So I I think that worthy, Rodgers certainly helped, but definitely worthy to be the head coach with Denver, had a chance to watch his press conference. It was really impressive with him breaking down the kind of offense that he wants to run. What does this mean? I think we're naive to think that Aaron Rodgers' name doesn't come up in that interview. Uh, Aaron Rodgers loves Nathaniel Hackett Loved Daniel Hecker more than pretty much anybody on that coaching staff as much as any player. You know, I was told from a couple of different players that their relationship is unbelievably strong, that he more so would just kind of tolerate Matt LaFleur. I think it was fine. I don't think it was bad, but I think for the most part, they just kind of the way it was described to me, just, just, just kind of coexist. Uh, i they got the two different playbooks, a play comes in, Aaron Rodgers has the ability to change that play. I think he did that plenty, but him and Hackett were unbelievably tight. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think the, the Denver Broncos in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert are absolutely going to do what they can to try to trade for Aaron Rodgers. I think it Hackett and Rodgers, they probably want to be together. If I were to put an educated guess to it now is green Bay ready to get to that place to trade Aaron Rodgers. You know, everything they're saying publicly is they want him to be back. Um, You know, why wouldn't you want the MVP back? We've talked about it with Bob McGinn. It it was another playoff defeat, playoff heartbreak, apathetic performance, not driving the ball downfield in the cold. Basically the, the polar opposite of what you saw to Josh Allen in the cold against New England, taking those shots downfield, trying to make plays. Um, it was, it was strange, you know, right down to the near pick six at the end with Randall Cobb, uh, you know, one of his buddies that he got the Packers to trade for. I don't know. I, it, it, we, we've kind of seen the same story for a decade now. So uh, while you have trade value there, um, obviously we wrote it again and again, I feel like if you can get multiple first, multiple seconds, multiple players and Denver has some really good young players that you could package together. Why not do it? I don't think they they'll be able to get what they could have gotten last year, but you could still get a ton for them this year. We'll see what they do. Actions speak louder than words. I, I didn't expect Matt LaFleur to sit there and say we want to trade Aaron Rodgers. That would be foolish. But uh they clearly made some arrangement behind the scenes for Aaron Rodgers to even be willing to play this 2021 season. We nobody really knows the full details to to that, other than what's been reported, and that's if Aaron Rodgers wants out, the green Bay will explore that trade. Obviously it's one year under contract still with green Bay could be a free agent after that. If he wanted to suck it up for one more year, he could retire. He could force his hand with the trade. Devonte Adams. Remember the Packers could tag him if they want to force him to play this year. Is he going to do so happily? Not many receivers like playing on the tag, let alone ones who are Devonte Adams. Uh, it's going to be an interesting off season for the green Bay Packers and Ed go long. will definitely take a long form look at the entire situation as we kind of get into the spring and get into March, because a lot's going to change. Uh, this is a team that doesn't want to rebuild. They don't want to start over. They, the way they moved the money around, they went for it this year. Uh, they're in some salary cap trouble. So whew, it's going to be tough. And the Bears-Vikings, they're starting over. The Lions, they started over last year. Um, I, I still think this is Green Bay's division, but, man, there, there's a lot at stake. All right, the games. We've got our predictions up at go long. I kind of like the Bengals. Hey, I think Mike Hilton talked me into it. They beat, the, they beat the Chiefs. They did it already four weeks ago. I know it was at home. But I think this is going to be the same kind of game that we saw with the Bills. I think it's back and forth. Two elite quarterbacks, Joe Burrow's playing as well as any quarterback in the league. I think it goes down to the finish. I think Cincinnati doesn't choose to punt twice like the Bills did on fourth and one from the 34, on fourth and four from midfield. I think that they get, you have to take that risk when you play Mahomes. To, the possessions are, are that valuable. And uh yeah, they're gonna give up sacks. The defense isn't you know, a shutdown suffocating defense, but I, I can see a guy like Mike Hilton making a play. I, I can see them taking advantage of one of Mahomes's ill-advised throws. You, you get one or two, a game still. And uh, Cincinnati pulls the upset seven point underdogs, it's maybe it's 7.5 now. So I'm going Bengals. I'm going 49ers. I think 49ers are able to kind of drag the Rams into that physical old school back alley brawl kind of game as he tend to do. And it's, it's crazy to say, I mean, Hey, I've been critical of Jimmy Garoppolo and I think we've seen how far he can take a team and here I am predicting. He's going to take him back to the Super Bowl. (laughs)
0: So
1: uh, it just speaks to uh, the coaching that Kyle Shanahan's done. It's unbelievable. That third and seven Debo Samuel run is, is everything that you needed to see out of Kyle Shanahan and this coaching staff to know and force Green Bay to tackle in the cold, right at Jair Alexander, right? The cornerback with the shoulder injury to go right after him. It's strategic on Kyle Shanahan's part. So I, I think he's gonna outcoach Sean McVay. You know, Sean McVay, they they, they bring in Matthew Stafford. They, they wanna throw it all over the place yet. There's still those moments you can tell he wants to get that wide zone going. He wants to get the run game going. He wants to be physical. Identity wise, they kind of vacillate. They kind of go back and forth. So I I still think on the road, quote unquote road, because there'll be a ton of 49er fans there. The 49ers are going to dictate the tempo and we're going to have a rematch of the 1988 Super Bowl between San Francisco and Cincinnati. So go to goalongtd.com. All the predictions are up there. Bob McGinn, Jim Monas have theirs. We have our feature, our conversation with Mike Hilton. Uh, We spoke at length about 30, 40 minutes earlier this week about his rise, everything he's been through. Mark Rick at Georgia home state team telling him he's too small. The Pittsburgh Steelers not even putting in an in for him over the off season after he was there for four seasons and, and led the team in turnovers. So really interesting there. Isaiah McKenzie, episode eight, our final live show uh, for a full hour gives everybody an inside look at the emotion behind 13 seconds. What happened? It still boggles his mind, boggles everybody's mind. Sounds like there wasn't any communication really had out there. And I think that if you're looking for some raw honesty out of a defining game for a coach, for a team, you're not going to get much more honesty than you got from Isaiah McKenzie. So the audio, the video is up within this podcast feed and at goalongt.com if you're looking for the video. Um, yeah. Got a lot going on. We, we, we broke down the Packers' loss with Bob McGinn on that podcast. And we have a column on Sean McDermott and the fear and your head coach, maybe, maybe not being able to maximize an elite star talent in Josh Allen. It, it kind of went beyond 13 seconds. I think that you those two fourth downs not being able to get a stop in overtime. It's, it's worrisome. He's been there for five years. Nobody's saying that Sean McDermott should get fired. The bills were in a bad place for two decades, but the expectation into 2022 will be higher Brian Dayball is gone. I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but there's reports Ken Dorsey may follow him to the New York Giants. Um, it's going to get a lot more difficult. And uh, I feel like we just had this conversation a year ago, but you want to go for it on fourth and short. You want to maximize your quarterback. And it's it's. It, I know Mahomes is Mahomes, but you got to get a stop at some point as well. It's going to do it for now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you want to give us a shot, give us a try. If, if you don't subscribe already, go alongcd.com. Would love to have you on board. We have free options, pay options. When you subscribe, become a paid subscriber, you get everything right into your email inbox every day. Thank you so much, everyone.